0: Those type of things just really help me lock in you know, more than ever. It really doesn't matter, but uh, I've been as locked in as I've ever been in my career. What's up, motherfuckers, locksmiths of all ages, races, genders, whoever the fuck you are. I appreciate you listening to me. It's your boy Spaz, Parlay Prince of the South. Come to you live from an undisclosed location at 6 a.m. on January 6th, 2021. Just like a fucking maniac, It's 6 a.m., I cannot sleep. I'm watching the Oregon-Ohio State 2015 National Championship. My boy and co-host uh, Whipple will be back with us this weekend. Doing a little solo pod here. Fuck a rundown, you know how I rock. Just get my thoughts out there. Uh, I promise you guys, two podcasts every single week, all year 2021. I'm going to bring it to you. But this is a gambling podcast, so I'm going to open up with this past weekend. We had the college football national uh, title playoffs. Excuse me, the college football playoffs. Why am I tripping? And we had the Texas A&M-UNC game. We had a live better on FanDuel. Some guy who was from Vegas. Live well, bet a quarter million dollars, UNC plus two and a half. Texas A&M obviously ended up covering, but, like, who the fuck has a quarter million dollars? to bet on a live game. Especially if you're going to do that, why are you pissing away on UNC? But did Texas A&M get snubbed? I want to hear you guys' thoughts. Tweet at the Bad Beats podcast on Twitter if you guys think Texas A&M got snubbed of the playoffs. Notre Dame got fucking blown out. Everyone knew they would. Garbage-ass, overrated team. Fucking Book. Uh, I think Texas A&M was legit. I'm not saying they would have beat Bama because they obviously already lost to them this season, but... Would have been way more interesting than Notre Dame. As far as the uh, bowl records ended up going, it's pretty fucking nuts. We had a uh, big 12, 5-0, ACC, 0-6, uh, SEC, 6-2. and Those are the three major ones. Uh, pretty ridiculous that the ACC couldn't win a fucking bowl game. Just shows you their quality of talent. How the fuck is the ACC in the Power Five I think the AAC should be in the Power Five before the ACC because the AAC at least has some fucking ranked uh, teams every year that aren't named Clemson. The ACC has fucking nobody. All their uh, powerhouses like Ford State are on the decline. Mike Norvell ain't doing shit, but uh, I'm fucking off topic. I'm, you know, going off the rails here. So back to college football this weekend. I wanted to know what you guys thought about the games That Clemson-Ohio State game was by far to me the best game of the weekend. Uh, It was just absolutely ridiculous, a lot of shit that went down. I don't know if that fucking targeting call – I had money on Ohio State, but I was even thinking that that targeting call from that Clemson player is bullshit. It's like how many times are they going to keep changing the rule in football of what's, you know, uh, targeting what's not? And on top of that, just let these guys fucking play. That player got ejected, which was ridiculous, but Ohio State ate. They got off. They really did. They ate up Clemson. It was not even close to a game. Personally, uh, that spread, uh, Alabama versus Ohio State, which is seven and a half Alabama favorite, I'm hammering Bama. I don't think Ohio State can play with those boys. I might tease it and buy a half point because anytime it's seven and a got to tease a half point. You don't want to get fucked on that. I've been there plenty of times. Uh, I don't. I don't really have much to say though. I uh, those games were this weekend. The shit was already hyped down. You guys already know what to think about all of that. But I just wanted to tell you guys, hammer Bama. I said that last podcast. Oh, uh, fucking uh, Mac Brown and Jimbo Fisher. I thought it was interesting. It was the only game this uh, bowl season that two head coaches had both won a national title, being Mac Brown and Jimbo Fisher that played each other. Also, uh, Howell, that UNC quarterback um, for this weekend, beat Jameis Winston and Trevor Lawrence's ACC touchdown record through their sophomore season. He had 69 touchdowns. Mond on Texas A&M broke Manziel's all-time A&M record. He has 93 touchdowns. Uh, Just kind of nice to see those guys get their flowers. I think both Howell and Mond are going to, pan out in the NFL. I'm not going to say they're great or anything, but I I do think they're decent. The Heisman winner was tonight. We got Devontae Smith, first time a wide receiver's won since 1997. Uh, It might have been 91. I don't fucking know. But before the season started, he was a plus 5,000 to win the Heisman. So if you got any fucking betters out there who had Devontae Smith Heisman, tweet at the Bad Beats podcast, and we'll get you a T-shirt of your favorite team. I believe that Jalen Waddle helped out his case because if Waddle was still in this season uh, and, and didn't suffer that horrific injury, he wouldn't meet him, meaning Devontae Smith, would not have got as many targets and receptions, et cetera, if Waddle was healthy. Also, if you guys didn't hear this train, I fucking apologize. That's a disgrace that it's, you know, blasting you guys' your drums at 6 in the morning. I was also thinking, where the fuck is this? a workout for Urban Meyer. He was at the game at Ohio State Clemson, just, you know, watching it. The cameras made it clear that uh, he was there. Twitter was blowing up about it. There's a bunch of memes saying that he was looking at fields to possibly recruit. But I have a hot take. I think Urban Meyer is gonna end up with this Jets or Jaguars team. And let me tell you why. Urban Meyer's done the college thing. I don't think a lot of college programs uh, that have the money him he would want to take their job because he wants to win but i think he wants to win on an nfl stage you put him in a jacksonville situation and give trevor Lawrence him jacksonville could turn around in a couple years think about it just in 2017 they made the afc championship doug marone got fired that dude fucking deserved it adam gaze got fired that was a good riddance long time cubman but as an eagles fan i got to talk about doug peterson because Even Adam Gase didn't tank. I truly believe Adam Gase was just terrible. Adam Gase beat two good solid teams. Now, you know, keep in mind that the Browns team was depleted of their weapons because of COVID, but the Rams team that uh, Adam Gase beat, there was no reason for him to win that game. If he really wanted to tank for Trevor and do all that bullshit, he would have lost that game and the Browns game. So I have a problem with Doug Peterson tanking. And there's multiple reasons why. First of all, Going from drafting ninth to drafting sixth is not a fucking big difference of talent, especially this draft class. It's just uh, there's no reason that he should be tanking that, and he only got away with that because there's no fans in the stadium. If there was Eagles fans there, they would have booed him, throw trash at him. It was absolutely unacceptable. Nate Sudfeld should not have been in that game, especially uh, entering the fourth quarter. With all those minutes left, that's just absolutely fucking unacceptable. Doug Peterson's not taking field goals to tie the game. He's purposely trying to lose. He got called out for it. He's a fucking liar. Joe Judge called him out. Giants players called him out. The media fans called him out. But here's also the other side of the coin. The other side of the spectrum is Giants fans can't be too mad at us. You know, you got to win more than six games. But at the same time, as an Eagles fan, I am disappointed in Doug Peterson. I don't think that's how you should go out. Show some fucking pride. Our fans, you know, are super diehard, loyal. We want to see this team win. And it's the last uh, game of the year. Fucking go out with a win. Show these guys that this is a winning culture. You should never lose a game or want to lose a game. Never play to lose. You play to win the game. Absolutely fucking despicable. Honestly, Doug Peterson, if he does, if Doug Peterson doesn't get fired in the next two years, Someone needs to put a bowl in that fucking dude's head. Now, here's the problem. Because he won a Super Bowl, which, by the way, I believe that's Frank Reich's Super Bowl. That's a whole other story. He, since he won that Super Bowl, he's going to have a leash in Philadelphia. He's going to have, you know, 5, 10, 12 years where they'll put up with some bullshit. But I believe Carson Wentz is going to go to the Colts. Frank Reich and him are going to reunite. This is just assuming Philip Rivers retire. Now, uh, the only problem with that is that Carson Wentz's contract is, you know, absolutely ridiculous. And that would be a big challenge for them uh, to take, the Colts to take. But moving on to the playoffs this weekend, well, I'm going to preview that with my co-host Whipple when he returns to the show, uh, presumably Friday. But I just want to talk about my most boring and my most interesting game for the wildcard weekend of the NFL playoffs. I think the most interesting is by far the Titans-Ravens. That's going to be Sunday at noon. Baltimore is a a three-and-a-half-point favorite. The game's going to be played in Nashville. I like Titans to win straight up. They're an underdog, plus 200. That's what I got them at uh, right now. Let me check. They are at plus 170. And I think the least interesting is the Bears-Saints, and that's going to be Sunday at 3.40 p.m. uh, Central time. And that's just because, like, Saints are getting 10-point favorites. I don't think the Bears even belong there. I would have rather seen Arizona win uh, their game and, you know, go to the playoffs. Uh, but it's just I'm taking Saints minus 10. I think that's going to be a boring-ass game. I do want to touch on why the fuck do the Cardinals lose? They lost embarrassing. I had money on those fuckers. You have a quarterback, a bum-ass quarterback from the Rams, not Jared Goff. That's their other bum-ass quarterback. But uh, Wolford, he started in his first game. He fucking tears apart Arizona. He puts up 230 yards. Arizona, okay, now granted, Kyler Murray did get injured, but he came back. But still, that's a game you have to win to make the playoffs. And then going to the AFC, it does blow that the Dolphins don't make the playoffs. You know, that's a good year, though, in football when a 10-win team doesn't make the playoffs. You got to admit that. They got blown the fuck out. 56-26. to Speaking of blowings, uh, teams getting blown out. College basketball tonight, that was full of fucking blowouts. Rutgers, they're ranked 15. They got routed by Michigan State by 23. Mizzou was 13. They got blown out by an unranked Mississippi State team. But the worst fucking loss to me was Marquette. They lost to UConn, and let me tell you why. Jacob Blake, everyone knows the story of him. He passed away. Uh, Excuse me, he did not. He got paralyzed in Kenosha, Wisconsin, Wisconsin. Uh, through a police shooting which should not have even been you know i'm not going to get into it fuck it but this is what i'm going to say there's no criminal charges uh filed today in the kenosha police shooting of jacob blake so in order to honor them marquette university wore special jerseys but then it's like if you're gonna wear those jerseys you can't get fucking blown out he's rolling in his wheelchair right now like you can't fucking do that shit uh, oh yeah, I forgot to tell you guys that Aaron Rodgers, this was a fucking wild stat. I think Aaron Rodgers is the MVP by far, but uh, he had a crazy stat to finish the season. He finished the season with more punch, more touchdown passes than the number of times the Packers punted. Packers punted 46 times this season. Aaron Rodgers had 48 uh, touchdown passes. Also, uh, the USA Hockey beat Canada to win gold at the World Juniors. Shout out to them. Hey, anytime USA uh, puts on, I'll fuck with that for hockey. I I don't fuck with Canada. I don't fuck with Russia. I'm always going to root for America. They need to get their shit together for the Olympics. Same thing with soccer. Even though soccer is not a real sport, I want us winning every fucking sport. Show our dominance. Shout out to uh, Derrick Henry as well for getting 2K yards. That was a monster performance. He needed like 230 or 223 or something, and uh, he showed out. He got 2K yards, just like uh, Chris Johnson. Dolphin Cook finished the season with 1,557 yards. And then uh, Jonathan Taylor from the Colts finished with 1,169 rushing yards. I don't have uh, much to talk about until my boy Whipple comes back. Back to that fucking Jacob Blake thing. I'm sorry, I know I'm all over the place. Sorry, is no one going to fucking ride over that? Because keep in mind, when that event initially started, we were in the playoff bubble in the NBA, and they all protested the games for a couple days. So is that going to return, or our teams just forget it, forget about that? How the hell are athletes supposed to fight for social justice without protesting their games? It's going to be a wild year. I hope 2021 is not as wild as 2020. Uh, uh, also, uh, sorry, I know I'm fucking all over the place. Ohio State, Alabama... Is it bullshit that Ohio State played damn near half the games that Bama did? They're going to be way more well-rested. If you think that Ohio State should not be in the national title, tweet at the Bad Beats Podcast. We'd love to hear uh, why you think that. I'm going to finish the uh, podcast. Sorry, it's a short one, uh, Locksmiths, but i got to tell you guys one more thing. This is the new section of the podcast that I'm going to be doing once in a while called the Bad Beats Podcast Gossip Section. Or I'll fucking figure out the name later. But tonight there's a picture going viral on Instagram and Twitter. It's from an Instagram account, Durant, And it says, quote, On Thursday, February 18th, I will be going to a Nets versus Lakers game. I will sneak this gun, showed in the picture, into the arena, and shoot at King James' head during a timeout. You have been warned clown at King James unquote, how fucking stupid are these people in 2021? Obviously, you know, I was just saying uh, earlier about Doug Peterson should be shot. I've made jokes about the NCAA headquarters being burned down, but those are obviously fucking jokes. This clown literally posted a picture of a gun and a full on death threat to King James with a specific date. This motherfucker needs to get arrested. How fucking dumb are you? To be posting that. I don't got much uh, other plays besides uh, Bama this weekend. I'll get you guys my picks, and Whipple will get you his picks for the NFL playoffs. Come next episode, uh, which presumably is going to be Friday, the eighth of January. I'm sticking to that twenty twenty-one two episodes a week. You guys know the drill. If at locked in bets on, excuse me, at walk in bets on Twitter, uh, goes. O oh, and two, O oh, and three, O oh, and four, etc. Any given day, Bad Beats Podcast on Twitter is going to be giving away a T-shirt to anyone who tailed lock-in bets. And so far, we haven't had one of those days. Hopefully, we won't knock on wood. But just keeping you guys in the loop, this is your boy Faz Parlay, Prince of the South. You already know my fucking philosophy. I don't care if you have a dollar to your name. Keep betting, put it on a crazy parlay people be hitting some crazy ones if you if you follow bleach report uh bets on twitter their shit is wild it's like br underscore betting they have people betting all types of stuff there's some kid tonight put 13 dollars that the nets would win by 31 plus they did he won 1300 so if you have a dollar to your name and you're desperate find a crazy parlay always trust your gut it's your boy spaz i'll catch up with you guys friday peace